Hi, this is Candace Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdware Podcast. And today for Movie Monday, I'm going to talk about My Neighbor Totoro, a Japanese animated film released by Studio Ghibli in 1988. This version we're talking about today was re-released in a new English dub cat with a new English dub cast, I should say, in 2006 through HBO Max, set in the Mongo countryside countryside of Japan. A father and his two young daughters, Sasuke and Mei, have just moved into an old, better-down home for unknown reasons. The girls seem to enjoy the house's old charm and go on an adventure to seek the building's old wonders. There, they discover something called soup sprites. An elderly woman they sweetly call Granny explains to them. She claims she could see them too as a little girl, but not anymore. From then on, May and Sasuke encounter other offerings from nature and otherworldly creatures as they attempt to make a new life for themselves out in the country. These are the themes I found interesting in the film, some of which I may have already pointed out. Childish wonder and joy, mystery, discovery, innocence, parenting, gratitude, and grief slash coping skills. When the family entered their new home, the girls immediately wanted to see everything their home had to offer. Their father even made it a game for them to see what else they can discover while he and the mover transported furniture in the house with them out of the way. In their discovery, Sasuke and Mei find the suit sprites. Initially, they assumed they were ghosts, which their dad was surprisingly on board with, but then they found out about the suit sprites explained to them later by Granny, the woman who takes on the female caregiver for the time being for the girls when their father is away. I love how their father didn't dismiss the girls' concern of ghosts or the notion of suit sprites by Granny. He seems to nourish the girls' imagination. If it's real to them, then whatever they experience is real to him as well. Even when they're scared, he does what he can to turn their fear up on its head. He doesn't scold them for their fears or pacify them with lies. He acknowledges their fears and allows the girls to face them head on. Although I've only seen two Studio Ghibli films so far, I admire the parenting skills conveyed in these films. Um, Parents and guardians aren't strict with their children in regards to where they go or whom they're with. They trust their judgment and raise them to understand the importance of their responsibilities such as education, respect for others and themselves, nature and the world around them, and household duties. Based on what the girls' parents' reactions to um, their new house possibly being haunted, along with the realization of suit sprites and Totoro, they told the girls the unknown is nothing to fear or even antagonize. It's a uh, healthy. It's healthy to wander, um, to discover and imagine, especially as children. Gratitude is shown throughout the film, through the children's madness to adults, blessings to the forest sprites, and even from the Sioux sprites taking shelter in the home before the family moved in. The girls' attitude towards them may have saved their father a lot of headaches in his effort to find a new home if they weren't so unconventional in their ways or in their methods of coping with the unknown. 
Speaking of coping, I believe this movie um, was about grief and our ways of dealing with it. Sometimes everything is fine and mundane and then grief comes up behind us and smacks us in the back of the head. Other times, grief consumes us. It's all we can think of to the point where it's physically and mentally crippling. This is what the film was about, in my opinion. Uh, the girls, especially May's time with nature and Totoro and the other forest sprites, um, was great for their spirit. A way for them to cope and retain their innocence in a way their father and granny couldn't. They it just couldn't help them with. Um, but eventually, the grief, the grief of their reality as a family, hit them all at once, literally with one phone call. There are other instances as well, but I, I want you all to see this movie. I had no idea what it was going to be about when I first pressed play, and I'm glad I didn't. It really took me by surprise how much I enjoyed it. While watching it, I struggled to understand why this film is such a cult classic among the anime world, but the bus scene alone sold me. Um, there were other things before that and after that, obviously, but that, that one scene right there, like, no wonder I keep seeing photos of it everywhere. I'm like, what is going on? I need to see this film. I need to see it. So luckily it was available on HBO Max. But, you know, he isn't in the film long. But when he is, Totoro definitely steals the show. So again, that was My Neighbor Totoro. That's currently on HBO Max along with, I'm assuming it's every Studio Ghibli uh, film. At least all the ones that are dubbed in English. And they also have... The um, Japanese versions, I'm assuming, with subtitles on there as well. So people who aren't familiar with Japanese can understand what's going on. So again, this is K.S. Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Thank you.